For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Hey, what's going on, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. We've got the latest Dodgers rumors coming up in just a second. We're talking Trey Turner, Carlos Correa. Could Gavin Lux be the Dodgers shortstop of the future? More on that in just a second. But quick reminder for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel and you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And as always, Always on with your takes down below in the comment section. Today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Who do you think will be the Dodgers opening day shortstop in 2023? Are you becoming more open to the idea of Carlos Correa? Do you think they should re-sign Trey Turner? I want all your takes on the future of the Dodgers shortstop position down below. And for all the latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. So the MLB offseason is underway. We've got moves already made. We're going to be dropping videos all throughout today to keep you guys updated on what the Dodgers are doing. But today we're going to focus on some rumors that surround Carlos Correa, Trey Turner, and Gavin Lux. And we're starting with Carlos Correa. So the Athletics Ken Rosenthal in his piece yesterday for the Athletic, he mentioned the Dodgers as a possible destination for Correa. Rosenthal writes, Dodgers officials often have expressed concern their fans would not accept the addition of shortstop Carlos Correa, who is a free agent for the second straight year. Correa was part of the 2017 Astros team that, according to a finding by Commissioner Rob Manfred, stole signs illegally throughout that postseason and wound up defeating the Dodgers in the World Series. Well, now things get interesting. Correa, 28, not only is the youngest of the four big free agent shortstops, but also should appeal to the Dodgers because the Astros extended a qualifying offer to him last season, making him ineligible to receive one a second time. Thus, the Dodgers could sign Correa without losing draft picks and international bonus pool money, as opposed to Xander Bogarts and Dansby Swanson, both of whom are virtually certain to receive qualifying offers. The Dodgers also are likely to extend a qualifying offer to their incumbent shortstop, Trey Turner, making them eligible for a pick after the fourth round if he departs. He would go on to say Correa probably will seek a longer contract than the Dodgers are willing to offer but what if he would take the kind of short-term high-dollar deal teams fancy to mitigate their risk the guess here is that Dodger fans might feel uncomfortable at first but ultimately would welcome Correa as long as he performed at a high level fans want to win even if it means embracing a player they previously despised so what do you know the Astros could have potentially helped the Dodgers by extending 
extending that qualifying offer to Korea last season. You can only get the qualifying offer once. And we know the Dodgers, they do want their draft picks because you can't just buy a World Series team. It isn't feasible. You definitely have to draft and develop talent. They'll also get one with Trey Turner. So definitely would make it a little more enticing for LA knowing that they wouldn't have to give up a draft pick if they did sign Carlos Correa. Okay, so first things first, let's break out the Dodgers rumor meter. And for this rumor, Carlos Correa going to the Dodgers, I'm going to give it a two Dodger dogs. People are talking, people are getting clicks, people are trying to drum up interest for the MLB offseason, but it's not nothing. I still think the Dodgers could possibly be in the mix for Carlos Correa if he is willing to sign a shorter term deal. And you see Ken Rosenthal, he mentioned right there that that's what the Dodgers are after with a lot of these marquee free agents can you get them to sign a four-year or a five-year deal they offered Bryce Harper a four-year 180 million dollar deal but the reality is most of these big free agents they want the years they want the length of the contract to be in the eight to ten year range and the Dodgers they're not interested in doing that for a lot of these guys but that's what I've been telling you guys for months now what Ken Rosenthal told you yesterday that the Dodgers could get in the mix if it's on a shorter term deal and there's a couple reasons why I'm skeptical that a deal could get done between the Dodgers and Carlos Correa's and one of them is he is represented by Scott Boris Scott Boris and the Dodgers they don't do a lot of these deals together and then two Correa is 28 years old he is in the prime of his career he did sign that short-term deal with the opt-outs with the Minnesota Twins last offseason so he could opt out and then re-enter the market and hopefully sign the deal he was after last season. So how many times are you going to roll the dice if you're Carlos Correa? Because I think at some point you are playing with fire. I think he needs to lock himself up to one of these mega deals as soon as he possibly can. But on the flip side, would the Dodgers maybe go in between? Would they maybe consider signing him to a seven-year or an eight-year deal at a higher AAV instead of that 10-year, 300-plus million dollar contract that he's after? Something in the 330 to 350 million dollar range. Can the Dodgers find a way to get that done? To me, that is the interesting question that can really change all of this. If the Dodgers are willing to commit more years than they were to a Bryce Harper like they did back in 2018, somewhere in between Mookie's deal and Freddie Freeman's deal, something along that range. But I still am doubtful that they will do that. But let's continue to unpack. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba this. He says right at the top that Dodgers officials have expressed concern their fans would not accept the addition of the shortstop. And yes, we know he was a key member of that 2017 Astros team that stole the World Series from the Dodgers. They were caught cheating. They were the Trastros. But Carlos Correa, he was the most front-facing member of that group. He took responsibility. He did apologize. Out of any of the guys that were involved, he at least copped to it, unlike the other guys. And when it comes to Carlos 
Carlos Correa and the Dodgers. Look, I've talked to Dodger fans out there, and some of them are never Correa types. They said that they would flat out boycott the Dodgers. This is from a fan who said, as a Dodgers fan, I would boycott the team if they signed Correa, bring back Trey. So there are definitely fans out there that would not be happy with this move, but could you just imagine if the Dodgers actually did sign Carlos Correa? Imagine seeing that notification. Imagine reading that Jeff Passenbaum announcing the move. It would break Dodgers Twitter. It would break baseball Twitter, especially for the No Way a Correa crowd. And yes, you'll see them tweet things out saying they'll never watch a game again. They'll never go to a Dodger game again. But hey, go to a game and boo him 81 times a year if you want to do that. But also, I think if he does have success, I think if you do see the results and a different personality on this team, a little more fire, I think Dodger fans will ultimately warm up to him if that's the case. It's going to be a big PR job. I think if he ever does sign with LA, he should bring that 2017 championship ring to the press conference and just blow it up, put in a blender or something like that to try to win over Dodger fans. But just think of that narrative there. Think of that storyline. 2017 cheater Trastro joins the Dodgers and he helps them win a World Series after cheating to take one away from them in 2017. That would be a complete 180 and it'd be a very interesting story and maybe Carlos Correa maybe he loses sleep at night maybe he feels guilty for what happened in 2017 when they were banging trash cans and they were cheating maybe he says hey this is how I right my wrong by signing with the Dodgers and helping them win a World Series now for me I think when you consider the money that he's going to command and when you consider the length of that contract I still think signing Trey Turner could possibly be a viable option because if you look at their numbers Trey Turner has still been the better shortstop over the last three seasons. Since the start of the 2019 season, Trey slashing 311, 361, 509 with a 133 WRC plus and a 20 F war. You compare that to Carlos Correa, who has played less games, 489 to 417. He's slashing 281, 359, 481 with a 132 WRC plus and a 15 and a half F war. He also took home a platinum glove in that stretch. So defensively, Correa has been better, did have a drop off this season, and I do think eventually he will slide over and play third base. But if you look at those numbers, Trey still has the advantage. Now, since 2020, 367 games for Trey Turner, 61 home runs, 218 RBI. He's slashing 316, 364, 514 with a 139 WRC plus and a 15.9 F4. That leads all major league shortstops in that span. You compare that that to Carlos Correa, who's fifth with 53 home runs, 181 RBI, slashing 282, 360, 462 with a 130 WRC plus and an 11.7 F4. Now you look at last season, Trey did slip a little bit. We dropped a video on how he did not have the best year in 2022 when you compare that to his year in 2021, but he still was an elite shortstop. Last season, 160 games, let all players 
in Major League Baseball with 708 plate appearances, had 21 home runs, 100 RBI. So there was a drop off in the power department and he slashed 298, 343, 466 with a 128 WRC plus and a 6.3 F4. You compare that to Carlos Correa, who did miss some time with injury and being on the COVID list. He ended up slashing 291, 366, 467, had a higher WRC plus at 140 and finished with a 4.4 F4. He also finished strong down the stretch. He had a 160 WRC plus for the last two months of the season. So if you look at Carlos Correa and Trey Turner, both elite players, Trey Turner, though, he has been more durable where Carlos Correa, he's been the better defensive shortstop and he's been the better postseason performer for his career in the postseason Correa has posted an 849 postseason OPS with 18 home runs 16 doubles in 301 at bats yes he did have some really nice series thanks to cheating in 2017 but even after that he has put together some really nice runs in October and then you compare that to Trey Turner who had a nice wild card when we look at the numbers in a vacuum an 11-11 OPS had those two home runs but in certain situations where you just need to make contact he wasn't able to come through but still had a better showing than he has had throughout his career but still his numbers are down a 614 postseason OPS for Trey Turner just three home runs nine doubles in 185 at bat so Correa is the proven commodity in the postseason and Andrew Friedman said that he has to try to figure out how to become the hottest team in October well maybe he says hey Carlos Correa is a guy that he one produces and two he brings those leadership qualities when it comes to the passion and the fire so they're two great players I still would lean towards Trey Turner I still think both of them are going to get offers that are going to be in the eight to ten year range and I do think they ultimately should sign those deals I see Carlos Correa possibly signing with the Chicago Cubs I see Trey Turner possibly signing with the Philadelphia Phillies that is what my gut tells me for both those players right now but I still think the Dodgers are going to do their due diligence I still think they're going to be in the mix and they are going to make contact with all the big free agent shortstops out there this is from Bill Plunkett of the OC register he tweeted yesterday Andrew Friedman said Dodgers will have discussions with the other free agent shortstops as well while Trey Turner is going out and exploring things on his end also said they feel good about Gavin Lux taking over as everyday shortstop if it plays out that way so one I'm fluent in Andrew Friedman and basically what he's saying there is I'm keeping all my options open and when it comes to Gavin Lux in a roaring stadium their silence is deafening 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. not the best option but still it's a good problem to have there's a lot of big league teams out there that would love to have Gavin Lux as their backup plan look one last season he had a one DRS he does have range he is more of a natural shortstop than he is a natural second baseman for him just comes down to making that throw setting his feet and firing I think if he corrects that part of his game he can be a competent big league shortstop and also 
He's under team control through the 2026 season. He's still pre-arbitration. So if they can hit on Gavin Lux and he can prove to be their long-term solution at shortstop, they can use that money for an impact bat, some impact pitchers. And I do think that last season it was more skill than Lux for Gavin, but I do think he still needs to prove he can be consistent the entire season because he definitely took a leap offensively last year. He finished with a 113 WRC+. plus. That was up from a 9 90 WRC plus in 2021. The walk rate, the strikeout rate, it was around the same, a 20.2 K percentage, a 10 walk percentage. You also want to see him get those power numbers higher. He ended up with six home runs in 2022, had seven bombs in 2021. And then also his production started to fade towards the end of the season. His last 47 games of the 2022 campaign, he had a 680 OPS. He had 248 with just two home runs. So I still want to see Gavin Lux put it together for an entire season but I could get behind the idea of him being a starting shortstop if you use those resources elsewhere just look at Jeremy Pena he was a top prospect you saw him take home the ALCS and World Series MVP I'm not saying Gavin Lux is going to do that but sometimes you have to trust your top young prospects and also you can open up that second base position for some other guys maybe give Michael Bush an opportunity maybe we'll see more Chris Taylor so so there definitely are some pros to going with Gavin Lux and I spoke to a Dodger insider last year at spring training who told me point blank Gavin Lux is going to be the starting shortstop for the Dodgers in 2023 and that they weren't going to re-sign Trey Turner so now it's starting to look like that's a real possibility for next year and some of you have asked me about Jacob Amaya now Amaya defensively there's no question that he can get it done at the next level it's just his inability to hit big league pitching he hasn't proved that he can do that hasn't inspired very much confidence that he can go up there and hit high velocity pitching and when he made the jump up to AAA he definitely struggled so I don't see Amaya as a viable option and then there's the other free agents out there you got the next tier with Dansby Swanson and Xander Bogarts we're actually going to drop an entire video where we list the top 10 shortstop options for 2023 so be sure to look out for that but it'll be very interesting could the Dodgers go with this villain to hero narrative with Carlos Correa could he be the venom of the Dodgers look venom he was a villain but then he became an anti-hero helping spider-man out or will they bring back trey turner who just dropped that sizzle reel which i thought was hilarious yeah john ham i felt like i was watching a mercedes commercial and look trey turner he's more of a lamborghini than a mercedes and i found it hilarious that he was saying trey turner he slides yeah of course he slides and yes he does slide better than every baseball player out there that's why i call him the smooth slider raider but so what all baseball players slide what if they did the same commercial and he point out Trey Turner, a 6'11 postseason OPS, his error in game two cost the Dodgers and you just included his low lights. But for me, the biggest takeaway of that sizzle reel was the fact that they released it meant that the Dodgers are going to get a deal done in this five day exclusive window that they have with Trey Turner before he can get deals done with other teams. But let me know down below in the comment section, who do you think will be the Dodgers opening day starting shortstop in 2020? 23. Do you want to see them sign Carlos Correa? Do you want to see them sign Trey Turner? I've done a lot of videos about Trey Turner breaking it all down. I mean, for me, it's the speed, it's the durability, but also he's going to lose those infield hits. The defense took a hit, but yeah, watch those if you want to see some deeper dives on Trey Turner. I'll put that down below, but let me know down below in the comment section. My name is DMAC. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content, smash that like button. And 
until next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.